know what time it is, the clock's not wrong All blown up on ringscoops.com We bring a unique take on the world of pro wrestling It's evident, no debate, we're better than we ever been We do it like no other podcast can We're the best, get hit with the suplex, man So don't get it twisted like a sharpshooter Yo, here we go, here we go Brainbuster, pile driver, moonsault, tombstone Superman punch to the dome Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new podcast episode right here on ringscoops.com. All blown up. Yep, that's it. It's a podcast on ringscoops.com. I'm your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham, and it has been about 40 days since I've done a podcast. A lot of things have happened since the last podcast up until right now. The world is in shambles, as it seems, right? The way the the media is making it out, the way some other people are making it out. Hell, you might even think that I'm making it out that way based off of some of the tweets that I've put out. I'm just very concerned. But anyway, here we go. I'm recording this on Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. And um, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. There's just a couple things I want to briefly talk about and uh, and just hop right back out. I don't want to waste too much time. Um this episode here, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the news that's been going on in wrestling, uh, some of my thoughts on, uh, on on some of the morons on social media, and uh, some of the cool things that some of these wrestling companies are doing for the fans. Um, I, I don't even have to go into detail about each individual thing. There's a lot of events that have been canceled or postponed, uh, with the exception of WrestleMania, that has been moved from Tampa to the Performance Center in Orlando. And um, I want to talk a little bit about that real quick because everybody's been wondering what WWE is going to be doing with WrestleMania, right? Well, I posted on uh, the 15th, two days ago, the Sunday, I, I put a tweet out there saying that WWE is going to need to make a decision and address WrestleMania tomorrow on Raw. Remember, this is on Sunday. I, I tweeted this. Um, at this point in time, especially with the uh, the CDC's most recent announcement, this needs to be addressed as soon as possible. Eight weeks is a long time span, uh, and it spans a good month past WrestleMania's date. So the um, the CDC said, you know, no gatherings of more than 10 people. No social gatherings of more than 10 people for about eight weeks. <clears throat> when they put that out there, I felt it's go time for the WWE. They need to address this. They need to make a decision. Well, some bozo replied back to me saying that the city or the state needs to cancel it so they could break the contract because if WWE cancels it, they'll be responsible for thousands of dollars in cancellation fees and whatnot. Well, that wasn't the issue, buddy. I wasn't talking about what's going to happen if they do it or how or why they're hung up. I was saying that they need to make a decision as soon as possible. So there's a big difference. Between, if I was asking, I wonder why this, this is taking forever, right? It's a big difference. I wasn't I wasn't talking about that. So this guy decides that he's going to spend his entire Sunday night replying back to my tweets and my buddy DA's tweets and just argue all night long trying to make some kind of point that has nothing to do with the original tweet. What a, 
I just I don't I don't get it. I really don't. I I don't why I don't I don't understand why people have to waste that kind of time, waste my time, waste their time. If you would just clearly freaking read, you imbecile, then you would know that that wasn't the issue that I was bringing up. The issue I was bringing up was that now that the CDC has an official suggestion and so many of these venues are closing down, that's not a matter of what's going on. It's a matter of this needs to be addressed, especially with WrestleMania being two weeks away now. You have to have an, a, a certain amount of time to allow people to make decisions. In two weeks, if, you, if you're leaving your job, you give it two-week notice, Right? Leaving your job is a huge financial decision. Just like taking a trip, potentially internationally, is a huge financial decision. It's a a financial situation. That's exactly what this is. Now, I know there's going to be some money out there. Oh, you you can't compare a pandemic to leaving your job in two weeks. Actually, you can because you know how many people just lost their jobs this past week? You know, Regal Theaters... They, they closed out their theaters, and they just pretty much emailed all their employees, and they said, hey, look, um, we're letting you go, and here's the link to file for unemployment. And they won't be able to get paid for at least a week or two. Now, how shitty is that? It's messed up, man. You know, and uh, here locally where I'm at, some of these uh, local casinos, they're closing, but there's one right here in town that's, as of right now of this recording, they're still open for business. And that's... I, I just don't understand that, especially with a place like like a casino where people are constantly touching buttons, they're touching cards, they're touching tables, they're touching everything, cash, coins, the, the redemption tickets. You know, my girlfriend works at the cash cage. She handles that stuff all the time. Now, I know you, you, you can wear gloves, you can have hand sanitizer, all that stuff, but still, just think of the situation. All it takes is just one little mishap, one little cough, one little sneeze, and the whole thing is is just gone. It's just, you know, I'm not trying to put fear into people. And somebody tried to use that against me the other day, too, because I, I put a, a status out there, right, about, um, let, me, let me try to find this. I put up a status about, is a difference between fear and paranoia and being cautious and prepared and, and mindful, right? And somebody tried to use those words against me. Um, so I, I put a, a, a different tone out there because I've been using a lot of profanity. I know a lot of people don't like that, right? So I put a different stance out there. And here's the status that I put up. And, and this is for people that were canceling events and not canceling events because I was, I was getting a little sick of some of the local promotions I heard that weren't canceling events. Um, they were going to go ahead and proceed you know, without any kind of caution or anything. And I don't, I don't think this is going to happen anymore because the people are cracking down a lot more on the public gathering thing. But this is, remember, this was posted a couple of days ago. So I, I, I made this statement. I said, uh, for those promoters still running their events, I hope you're taking extra precautions. Disinfecting the ring in between matches, preventing the spread of bodily fluids by having some sort of barrier or guard for the audience, providing complimentary hand sanitizer, using gloves when handling merchandise, concessions, etc. I decided to take down my previous post full of anger and profanity and replace it with a constructive look at how to proceed with caution. Not because I'm backing down from my stance, as I'm still firm on my beliefs. However, I am deciding that providing constructive suggestions 
are a better route to take than just being angry and not offer any kind of solution. It isn't being fearful or paranoid as somebody tried to use my own words against me. This is actually being mindful, responsible, and prepared. Proceed with extra caution, please, if you still feel the need that you need to run your event. I hope this all works out for you, your crew, and your audience. Take care. I don't think that's too much to ask. I don't think that's being an asshole towards people. I don't think that's being, uh, you know, a fear monger. I don't think any of that. That's just, I'm looking out for the well-being of people. These events don't need to be taking place. People don't need to be going out and doing that kind of crap. A buddy of mine on Twitter, Jason Cayley. I hope I pronounced your last name right. Um... He, he put a tweet out there that I really agree with. He goes, if you're a wrestler and have an access to a ring, start creating content. Add to your YouTube. Start a TikTok. Work on your pro wrestling tees design. This is going to hurt, but don't stop creating. Just because there's quarantines and, and shows being canceled doesn't mean that you can't continue you know, to work. You can still do stuff. You can still create content. Make shorts. Cut promos. Um, you know, Put videos up talking about... You know how this is affecting you. Just do stuff like that. And he's right. Work on your work on your your merchandise designs. There's just so many di- different things out there that the wrestling community could be doing, both fans and workers and promoters, that we could still be providing content. We could still be trying to make some kind of an income without having to put at risk human bodies, human beings, people. We can still do things like that. All right, let me scroll up. There's a lot of things that I tweeted out in the last couple of days that I really wanted to address. But before I get to that real quick, I just saw on Facebook a post that my buddy Ben Thomas posted. Uh, here's his post. He says, holy shit, Ring of Honor did something awesome. I had really good seats for their show that they canceled this past Saturday. So they sent me an email letting me know that whether or not they rescheduled the event, they were going to give me a free subscription to their Honor Club for an entire year. That's really cool and proves they care about their fans. Dude, that is cool. That is that is amazing. I wonder who else um, was able to get something like that from Ring of Honor. Because that really is a cool thing, man. It really is. Um, that goes a long way with me, that kind of stuff. It really does. Let's see here. What else uh, is there? That was... You know, in Vegas, all the MGM resorts, they're closing down... You know, last week they announced they're closing down their buffets. This week they they announced that they they're going to close down all their properties. That's crazy too. When Las Vegas decides, you know what, no more. Um, also, um, for those that are in the SoCal area, Southern California, if you want to know which events have been canceled and which ones are still going on, head over to SoCalUncensored.com. Um, Steve has an amazing post about everything that's still going on here in, in Southern California professional wrestling. Uh, he's doing phenomenal coverage of this entire, uh, situation. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, WWE hall of fame last week or a couple of days ago, they announced, uh, the British bulldog is going to go in the hall of fame. And just recently they announced that, um, Jushin Thunder Liger is going to go into the hall of fame, which is amazing. This class is looking fantastic. It's just unfortunate that they're not going to be able to have the Hall of Fame event like they usually have, right? Um, I don't think they're going to be doing anything for the Hall of Fame. I think they've just completely, you know, decided not to do any event. They're just going to induct these people. Hopefully they do something down the road or they figure something else out. 
I really do. Let's see here. Um, Will Mahoney tweeted out, um, WWE can have new shows on TV. What's completely unnecessary is them being new live broadcasts. If they're hell-bent on new shows, get everyone needed at the Performance Center as soon as possible. Tape as much stuff as you can, then air it over the coming weeks. Protect the talent and the staff. I agree with that to a point. Um, I think they can still do live broadcasts. I think they can be very creative with it. They don't have to necessarily just have matches in the ring. They could do some backstage stuff. They could um, they could air you know archive footage. Like what they did last night on Monday Night Raw, they showed the Men's Royal Rumble, and then on on SmackDown last week, they showed one of the Elimination Chamber matches. You know, they could do stuff like that. They got so much content that they could just throw out there. Um, I don't think WWE television is going to be hurting too much as far as what they can provide. Um, I think what's going to hurt the WWE the most is from a creative side as far as like, trying to drag out some storylines, trying to trying to still make things interesting in this new environment that we're in in the in the world. And um you know, but you are only as uh, as weak as as your your least creative idea, right? You can you can do a lot of things. Uh thankfully they do have the performance center to do stuff because they own that property. So they can still do stuff inside there. They don't have to worry about having, uh, you know, an arena shut down on them. Like the only way that stuff from the performance center is going to get shut down is if the federal government or or maybe even the state government says, "No, you can't, you can't be doing this." But it's in a private setting in a in a privately owned building that this company owns with with their employees slash. Uh, independent contractors, right? You know, it's it's very, very interesting what's going on this week. It really is, man. Um, G-Host tweeted out he, that he just got his refund for lockdown, guessing that they're quietly canceling since they can't find another venue. Um, it's good that he got his refund. It's good that people are getting the refunds, you know, uh, Jim Cornette tweeted out. I see a bunch of fucking goofs saying they're making us give up our rights and see how easy Americans give up their freedom. Fine. Nitwits like you have the right to go out and lick as many, get as many as you get as sick as you want. Go lick some toilets. I'm staying in for a couple of weeks and catching up work. <clears throat> and that was the tweet from Jim Cornette. <clears throat> Man, almost couldn't get through that. You get that feeling like you get, you got a sneeze coming and it just won't come out. That's what happened in the middle of reading that. Um, Anthony Idol tweeted out: If somebody buys him some chicken from KFC, that he'll go he'll go live destroying it. So there you go. If you guys want to buy Anthony Idol some chicken from KFC, they have a video of him just demolishing that thing. That'd be cool. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, oh yeah. You know, this, uh, this past week, um, I, uh, got a commentary gig, which uh, I'm very thankful to have this home studio to be able to still work from home and do this kind of stuff. Um, so I'm still doing commentary. If anybody out there is wondering like, Hey man, how is this affecting you? Which, I mean, nobody gives a crap about me. So they're probably not wondering that anyway, but yeah, you know, I'm still able to do commentary, still able to, you know, obviously still produce these podcasts. Like I said, it's been 40 days 
since I've done one. Reason for that was, well, uh, since the last one, you know, I took some time and went out to Vegas to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Ring Scoops. I uh, met up with Blade, uh, Theo C, and my old college roommate, Big Tony, and his dad. We all had a good time out there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, fortunately, came down with a head cold towards the end of the trip. So like the two, three weeks after that, uh, you know, I was I was trying to get better, recovering. No, it wasn't the coronavirus um, because it, it wasn't, I didn't have pneumonia or none of that kind of stuff. It was just a head cold. Um, you know, a slight fever for like one day. I broke it in one day, took a lot of vitamin C, ibuprofen, woke up sweating one night because I covered up, you know, I, I did, I did what I, I normally do to get rid of these head colds and it worked. Uh, it took me a while. I did commentary for an event during that time after I broke the fever. Uh, and then, uh, you know, adjusting to some school stuff. Uh, I'm sure if anybody's been keeping up with my Twitter account, um, I went back to school this quarter. Uh, taking paralegal studies, trying to study up on some of that law stuff, see if I, I want to pursue it even further or not. Um, never know. Uh, depending on how this goes, I may try to go to law school, become a lawyer. Yeah, you get paid with Wade. <laughs> but yeah, um, the so I've been staying at home. I've still been keeping up with a lot of the studies on that. Uh, recently spoke with my professor about that and I also let her know that the reason why I haven't been actually physically been to class is because of the, you know the coronavirus thing right um because you know there's a lot of people that just like when they go to work when they're sick there's even more people that still go to class when they're sick you know I I I, I was mindful towards my fellow students um I didn't go to school when I was sick this last month I stayed home I still kept up with the work. I still took the quizzes online. I'm still doing fantastic uh, in the class. My grades are, are phenomenal right now. And, uh, you know, now with a lot of these schools closing down and moving uh, instruction online, my professor was ahead of the curve. We started doing online virtual classrooms on Zoom last week before a lot of these shutdowns. So, hey, good stuff, man. So, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm still able to work. Um, I can still do some writing. Uh, you know, I can do that anywhere. I With my home studio, I can still do podcasting, do commentary gigs, which I just recently got a couple of them lined up. And uh, thanks to technology as well, continuing school, everything's still going good. Still going good. Okay. Scrolling along more here. Oh, yeah, I feel uh, bad for my buddy Sergio. The school that he goes to doesn't care about their students, according to him, as he tweeted out that they don't care about their students. Class is still scheduled for this week, even though the president declared a national emergency. At which I told him, I said, that sucks, man. <laughs> I mean, what else can I say, right? And then, of course, yesterday, right before Monday Night Raw, WWE finally announced that the uh, WrestleMania broadcast will emanate from the Performance Center. There's a lot of mixed reactions about it, which is funny because like when um, a lot of the, the the independent promotions cancel their events and everybody's like, ah, you know, that sucks, man. You know, you're going to be losing out a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. You know, I wish you guys could still continue on. And then like WrestleMania is like, you know what? We're still going to go on. We figured out a way how to do it. And everybody's like, well, how dare you money hungry motherfuckers? Like, really? 
you know, it's a business still. You still got to make some kind of money. At least they're taking precautions. They're not just throwing, you know, a bunch of fans in a stadium or an arena or anything like that. You know, and they got the they got the money to do this. They got the budget. They got the resources to make sure things are are under control at the event. So, you know, Joe Blow that runs, you know, uh, local wrestling association, you know, they, they don't have the funds to, to constantly make sure that everything is okay to, to purchase, you know, so much hand sanitizer and, and, and all that stuff for every single person in the building or anything like that. They can make do with the best that they have, but it's not going to touch anything that the WWE can do. And it's great that they have their own performance center to be able to do this. So I commend them on it. I know there's a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that one, but at least they're taking precautions. Like I put in my statement, if you feel the need that you need to proceed with your show, take precautions. WWE not only have the resources to do it, but they have people employed that can come up with ways to do it. Come up with a million ways that I would have never been able to come up with. You know, you don't think a company like that doesn't have a you know a small handful of people in a room thinking of ways to make sure everything goes good. Of course, man, they they have a mitigation crew. Of course. All right, let's see here. What else? Um. So tweets during Monday Night Raw that I did last night. Let's see what, because uh, I want to kind of give my feedback on Monday Night Raw. I didn't take notes. I mean, unless you want to count my tweets as my notes, right? That's cool. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see here. Monday Night Raw. When did it first, uh, where did my tweet start? Okay. Yeah, here we go. So here are my tweets, my my notes. Uh, during the Undertaker segment with the contract signing, Undertaker came out to the ring, you know, and he just threw the table, you know, upside down. They went to break. They come back. Uh, the, the OC's in the back, and they're cutting a promo. And here, like, I, it's funny because I tweeted out, they wanted the Undertaker, and they got Booger Red instead. And then I, I was curious, uh, is the Undertaker's ponytail attached to his beanie like Heyman's was to his Yankees hat? And a good question that I had here while watching the segment was, why the hell was the Undertaker still standing in the ring? The Performance Center is a lot smaller than any kind of arena that they're, they're normally doing Monday Night Raw out of. Surely he can, you know, he can get to AJ Styles before he even knew that The Undertaker left the ring, right? Can't get that far. And watching The Undertaker segments and matches in 2020 is like watching the latest Rambo movie. And when the OC came out, they played their theme song. Did did they really need to play their theme song? These guys bringing a contract out to, to a guy in the ring when he can just leave whenever he wants for no audience? It's like Dave Chappelle put, man. Nobody wants to get their ass beat to a soundtrack. And then, uh, I don't know if Undertaker knew this or not. Okay? Just between me and you. You know, if you walk up to the stage and press RB, you can go backstage. Just saying. Asuka on commentary. How about that, huh? She better win commentator of the year. (laughs) That That was one of the best parts of Monday Night Raw. And, uh, Way better than anything tomorrow Ronaldo can do. Yeah, I went there. Fuck you. Uh, let's see what else. The end of Raw that was Stone Cold and Byron Saxton. Um, it was I don't know. 
it was cringy. It was crazy. It was weird. It was stupid. But at the same time, it was, you know, up until the point where Byron got in the ring, because we knew where that was going at that point, um, I still chuckled a little bit. I, I find, I find the humor in the segment when I think about that Stone Cold has been an advocate for getting rid of scripted promos and segments and that this was over the top scripted. There was no denying that this was not scripted. So I think it was a rib. I think it was Steve Austin having fun and poking fun at that bullshit. And the way that, that Byron took the stunner in the ring, drinking the beer and as soon as he hits the stunner, Steve Austin hits the stunner, Byron spits the beer out upon impact, made so, for such a great visual. Um, I thought Raw was interesting. Like I said, they played the entire uh, Men's Royal Rumble match. mentioned that earlier. Uh, the great majority of it was the Rumble match. It was about a little over, uh, over an hour and a half. But I'm not really complaining considering the circumstances. You know, it wasn't too shabby. It was all right. Uh, Becky Lynch showing up with the diesel. What the hell was that about? That was kind of cringy too. But, you know, they're trying to make her into the new Stone Cold. Stone Cold always had the really cool things to drive around at the shows, right? You know, like the, the Zambonis and the dump trucks and, you know, the monster trucks and all that shit. So, of course, the man, Becky Lynch, gets to show up in a diesel truck with her face on it. Um, which is funny because as soon as I saw the the diesel with like her face on it and her name on it, I immediately thought of Steve O from Jackass, and he has a big tattoo of himself on the back, right? All right, um, I can't really think of anything else going on uh, with well, it's more wrestling uh, uh, event stuff. You know, WrestleCon had to cancel their event, not postpone it, but cancel it. And apparently the Marriott's giving them shit because of the whole contract and the insurance and, and they're trying to make them foot the bill for over a hundred grand. Uh, and that's messed up, man. Um, I think we should all be on Marriott's ass about that. I think we should all hit them up and say, yo, this ain't fucking right. Considering the circumstances, if this was any other time and they had to cancel all that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, they should be liable for, you know, the the, the finances. But come on, guys, really? During during this when when the when the government when when the federal government is saying, yo, don't do these things, and they decide, you know what, we're going to listen to them, and we're going to cancel, and then they get they get foot with a bill for that. They should get their money back. They should get recouped on that big time. And uh, also, Cauliflower Alley in Las Vegas was supposed to take place next month, April 27th to the 29th. Uh, Cauliflower Alley Club has officially tweeted out that they have verified their April reunion date is canceled. And they go on to say, we are diligently working on our backup plan, which includes a fall date. We'll be working on a mass member email correspondence through our database. So there you go. And I think that might be it. I'm trying to see here. Uh, Cauliflower. Oh, yeah. You can email them at cacdean at hotmail.com and put your physical address and your name that you got your ticket under and you get a refund for Cauliflower if you're looking for that. Uh, anybody out there that's looking to try to get some finances, uh, if you've lost your job or you need to, you know, uh, pay for some stuff, uh, Amazon's hiring and they're paying a little bit more than they usually do during this pandemic. So head on over to, uh, the Amazon website, blog.aboutamazon.com. They're, they're opening up a hundred thousand new roles. I know working conditions, Amazon has been very controversial, but in these times, Get the kind of work 
get any kind of work that you can, right? If you need it. So that's about it, man. I can't think of anything else that I want to talk about what I want to address here on, uh, on the podcast. Um, expect to see more content from me. There's nothing else to do. I mean, other than still working at home, doing commentary and all that kind of stuff, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a lot healthier than I was a month ago. I'm feeling a little better, a little bit more enthusiastic and I'm ready to, to start rocking and rolling again to get this ring scoops train going. 20 years of ring scoops. Let's not stop right now because of a pandemic. We're going to keep going. Uh, especially being a digital platform makes it a lot easier for us to keep going. So expect more content. I'm going to try to bring out my creative juices to make up for some uh, interesting uh, podcast ideas. I know, uh, you know, the last uh, year and a half, two years, I've been trying to get like the... Uh, the creative or booking team or creative committee uh, idea going where we spin the wheel, come up with random ideas on the fly. Um, I'm still open to doing some of that kind of stuff as well. Um, also looking to maybe do some, uh, some giveaways if anybody wants to do, uh, you know, some giveaways, maybe not some physical items, but like maybe give away subscriptions to like some of the wrestling subscription services WWE, Ring of Honor, uh, Impact, New Japan, you know, maybe give out some of those some codes, some digital codes, maybe some video games and whatnot too. I just want to try to create uh, some content out there to entertain you guys while all this is going on. Uh, keep me busy by creating some content and, and hopefully keep you guys busy by being entertained by some of this content that I'm able to produce. Um, I have the ability to do that, so why not do that? So... Let's take this journey together, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. All blown up right here on ringsoups.com. I'm the webmaster Wade Needham. Until next time, thank you. Good night and be cool. <laughs>